اشرب شرب اهل الصفاء الله الله بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 15 of Soul Food titled Fate. And in this episode, we're going to cover the benefits of contentment with Allah's decree, the dangers of being discontented, and blessings and difficulties and how we deal with both of them. So in the last episode, we dealt with thoughts of the future. When you have all of these decisions to make, what if, and so forth, those are the thoughts that can occupy the heart regarding the future. And in this episode, we'll deal with the thoughts of the past. So Imam al-Ghazali says that the third hindrance in this obstacle of hindrances is thinking about the divine decree that has passed. For example, a person saying to themselves, why did this happen to me? Why didn't things go that way? And if only this had happened, my life would be so different. If only this bad thing hadn't happened, I would have been able to do X, Y, and Z. That these thoughts that can really occupy our heart at a very deep level, Imam al-Ghazali is telling us in this episode how we're able to deal with those thoughts and overcome those thoughts so that we can have a heart that is full of peace and is able to focus the mirror of the heart on the divine subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Imam al-Ghazali says the way to treat this hindrance, the thoughts of always thinking about God's will and what passed and what happened to you in your life is by having contentment. It is by having contentment with God's decree. It is acceptance of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for you. And if someone can't accept what happened or isn't content, then they can hold on to those thoughts for decades, for tens of years. They can really think to themselves, if only this person didn't undermine me, if only this person who was supposed to help me out actually helped me out, if only I hadn't gotten fired, if only, if only. And as the Prophet ﷺ taught us, if, the word if, is a door that the devil opens. Because the reality is, is things can't change. The past is done. Things might change in the future, but the past is over. It is behind us. And as the Prophet ﷺ said, the pen has been lifted and the pages have dried. So stop dwelling on it. Stop having so much remorse and so much regret and so many useless ideas about the past. You have to live in the moment. You're living in the moment now, and in this very moment, there are things that you can do that have great benefit and meaning and fulfillment and will bring you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's a beautiful quote by Imam Shaqiq al-Balkhi. He said, regret over the past and planning for the future has taken away the blessing of your moment right now. 
Regret over the past and planning for the future has taken away the blessing of your moment right now. So many people are either living in the past or thinking about the future and losing the present moment. How many times are we even with our own family members or loved ones or friends and we're preoccupied with different thoughts and we're not actually enjoying the great blessing that we have in that very moment? Right? And in our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's an even greater responsibility and onus upon us to take advantage of the time that we're living in right now. And the way that we are able to let go of the past and live in the moment is by being content with what Allah has decreed, as Imam al-Ghazali says, and knowing that some of those decrees are going to be bitter. As we mentioned in the last episode, and what we'll mention moving forward as well, some other aspects of this, is the nature of the world has difficulties. And like we said, that the medicine is not always sweet, but to recognize and always remember that the doctor is taking care of you, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best of caretakers, and He is the all-knowing of all the possibilities that could have been and are to come, and will never be. Allah's knowledge is absolute. So that brings us to the next point, the dangers of being discontent. That really when we're not content with what happened in the past, it's as if a person is saying that Allah does not know how to take care of His creation. And that is a great, a great ill, a great vice for a person to have that in their heart. And it's very dangerous. And a heart that thinks this way will be exposed to God's wrath. May Allah protect us from that. But if someone has that kind of objection towards the Lord of Majesty, that's not something to be taken lightly. By the way, it doesn't mean that we're not allowed to dislike bad things. That there are things in the world that we dislike and should dislike and should have a hatred of, such as disbelief, oppression and the various forms of oppression, the disobedience of Allah, all those kinds of things are very hateful to someone who has a sound heart. But there's a difference between hating bad things and hating the decree when something that happens to you is bad. As you can say, yes, this thing is bad, but I'm hating the bad thing, but I'm not hating the fact that it happened to me. Because that is what God decreed and we have to accept it. So we hate the bad thing, but we do not hate God's will in our lives. So this is a really subtle point and it can sometimes be hard to grasp. So think about it for a little bit because the reality is, is bad things do happen. But it's important on the spiritual path that we have the utmost adab, the highest comportment and etiquette before the Lord of Majesty. The Prophet himself, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on the most difficult day of his life, he prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and said, Oh Allah, I complain to you of my weakness and my limitations and the bad treatment people have towards me. So in other words, if you look at the beautiful adab of the Prophet ﷺ, and he is the fountainhead of adab, and he is the fountainhead of beautiful character, he's not saying, oh Allah, why are you doing these things to me? Why are these things happening to me? He's saying, I complain to you. It's hard. 
It's difficult, but I'm complaining to you of my weakness, of my needs, that I need your support and assistance, and of the way that people are treating me. But look at the way that he ends the dua, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says, but if you are not displeased with me, if you, O oh Allah, my greatest and highest beloved, are not displeased with me, then I do not mind. In other words, I can handle the rest. But your mercy and your assistance and your alleviation is easier for me to bear. But ultimately, if you are granting me your love, then I do not mind about the rest. This is the adab of the Prophet ﷺ and what he said in the most difficult day of his life, which really gives you an idea of how to frame your dua when you're going through something difficult. And that brings us to the final point, how to deal with blessings and difficulties in our life. Life is full of blessings, but there are also real challenges. And the believer has to be aware that there's good and bad and there's an expectation in our lives how we deal with each of them. And I've heard it from people, they've asked and they've said, you know, why is life so hard? Why did this particular thing happen to me? Why did the person that I love die? Why, why am I going through this? Why am I experiencing this pain? And yes, it is painful. There is pain in this world, no doubt. But it's more painful when we don't deal with it properly and we don't know why this is happening to us. And the Prophet ﷺ, he taught us that in life there are always, you will be facing one of two possibilities. And each thing that you face has the proper response that you need to give it. He said ﷺ, wondrous is the affair of the believer. Wondrous is the affair. It's amazing the way that the believer is. For his affair is entirely good. But that is only for the believer, someone whose heart has tasted the deeper meanings of belief and faith. If good befalls him, this is the first possibility. If good befalls him, he is thankful. And that is better for him. And the second possibility, and if difficulty befalls him, he is patient. And that is better for him. So when good things happen to you in your life, blessings, ease, expansion, plenty, you're given the good things and the easy things of this life, the way that that good becomes everlasting good is by thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and showing gratitude. And if you face difficulty, then the proper response and the way that that difficult situation that is unpleasant and bitter, the way it turns into something that is good for you is by showing patience. And being patient doesn't mean that you're passive. It means that you deal with that along with taking the means to change that state if it is one that you can change. But we accept what has happened. When we are patient and we try to change a bad situation, we still accept the decree of Allah and we wait for His time of alleviation and we deal with it patiently. And we always are grateful to Allah for the blessings and turn to Allah for the solution to our problems. And as Allah tells us in the Quran, فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا Indeed, with hardship, there is ease. With every hardship, there is ease. 
So that brings us to the call to action. Think of a grudge or something in your life that didn't go your way or something negative that you're holding against someone and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he chose that thing for you. That's what I'm saying. You might, you might be wondering, did I hear you wrong? No, you didn't hear me wrong. Thank Allah for something that didn't go your way. Maybe not something that's extremely painful or extremely difficult, but if there was something that didn't go your way and you weren't really sure is this good or bad and you might be dwelling on it, you know what? Say, Alhamdulillah. That thing that I really wanted, I didn't get it. Alhamdulillah. Or that person who was really difficult with me, Alhamdulillah, because maybe there was some good in dealing with that kind of person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing something good for me and I'm going to be content and I'm going to be grateful. It's not easy to do, but dig deep within yourself and inshallah, it'll be very meaningful and fulfilling. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.